Welcome to the 232 Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Carl. This podcast is about books, reading, and the meaning of life. Today we unpack another book because you know what they say. Too many books. Too little time. Welcome to the 232 Podcast. I'm Sean. Hey, Sean. I'm Carl. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> this I'm, is great. I'm, sure, I'm sure the listeners know us. Now, this is a good one. Yes. Right, so, so today we're, go- we're going back to our... What about... Well, I guess is this it's kind this of, is a it's, go-to genre, it's, isn't it's it? It's kind of core, cool, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Do, What do you call these airport books? Oh. oh I don't oh. like that, too. So this, but you think about that Oliver Berkman space that he did with his, yes. his original column, like yes. productivity, personal yes. growth, psychology. Yeah. Business well, you know these books because you go into a bookshop yep. and it's kind of got the shelf that they yeah like they either yeah, call it self help or yeah. they come up with or business yeah depends who's in, yeah but anyway stolen focus by Johan Hari now yes. stolen focus subtitle gives it all away why you can't pay attention and how to think deeply again right yeah so, so this is twenty twenty two book yeah. um and. Let's talk. Should we talk a bit about Harry? Well, no, let's not. Let's let's get to him in a minute. Let's talk about what the why the book's good. Yes, okay. Let's talk about why the, right, why the book's go. good. Right. So yeah. the the book is a contribution to a a, a a conversation that's been going on for a while, mm-hmm. right? Which is about how is technology affecting us? Yeah. And particularly, how is technology affecting our brains? Mm-hmm. Right. And if you find yourself with a shortened attention span, mm-hmm. and and you know, and bored by things that once upon a time didn't bore you. This is kind of the book for yes. you. That's the problem yeah. we're dealing with, right? Yeah. You know, like, uh, are we, you know, are we living? Well, the in- question, yeah, is yeah. why, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So you know, obviously, given the the name of the book, stolen focus, it's about how to focus, right? And his point is, mm. um, your focus was taken from you. It's not that mm. you've lost the ability mm. to focus, mm. which I think is a really important yeah. point. Yeah. And yeah. and and Harry makes an argument, right? There's about there's too much something, or there's too little, you know, there's too much information. There's too much stress. There's too much surveillance. There's too much manipulation, and we have too little sleep. We have too little navel gazing. Yes. We have too little time to be human. Yeah. Right. You set it up like that. Too much and too little. That makes sense. Um, so you know, if you've never thought about distraction mm. or mm. or um, uh, uh, your attention, you know, uh, here's a book for you. <laughs> Agree. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to. I don't like this book at all, <laughs> and I don't like him very much. But I'm trying to say if this is the you know like if this is your first if this is your first actually even if it's your first introduction to yes. the notion of attention and focus, yeah. there are better books. Yeah, and I, I completely yeah. agree. This yeah. is an important topic. Yeah, but it's not a very good book. And I would say this: it's yeah. something that people have a lot of guilt about now as yes. well. Like if you start, well, first of all, there's the realization yeah. that this is going on, and then the second part is you start going. Okay, am I a bad person? Particularly as a parent, yeah. You know, like this whole, um, yeah, yeah. We're talking about things like getting stuck on your phone and all yeah. that. You know, where does technology yeah. end? Having also, multiple tabs open on your yeah. computer, but in your head, yeah. You know, like yeah. clicking, this, click, I mean, clicking on things that don't do you any good. Yes. Um, you know, um, yeah. there's, there's a really good writer called um, Tristan Harris that we'll talk about in a minute. He talks about. How social media has become a race to the bottom of the brainstem. Yeah, and I've always loved that. Yeah, and that's that, a good way yeah, to describe yeah. it. So, it? so uh, and we struggle with yeah. it. You know, I, I struggle with we, it. Every, yeah, but every, then you go, okay, yeah. is it me, or is right. there something bigger? And I think so that's that, important. So that's the bit that, mm. that that I think the book's quite useful. I mean, it frames the problem as a systemic problem, even though the solutions are individual, mm. that, which is the bit mm. I don't like. Right. Um, 
And look, you know, the way that uh, Johan Hari says you respond to this is you have to stop multitasking mm. and get in a flow state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> and we can unpack, we can unpack both, <laughs> both of those. Um, yeah, so let's start with the easy stuff. First of all- the- Can we start with him? Well, no, because I want to come back to him. Okay, right. Yeah, he's, is, he's another reason keep, not to buy the book. Yes, you keep me uh, hanging. Here. I know. Yeah, I know. No, this is good. I, I see why you're holding <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so before we get to him um, and why you might not want to support him, um, I it's clear to me the book's written before COVID. It wasn't published before COVID. Yes. But but COVID world's kind of changed everything, you know, particularly about how we use Zoom, uh, how we work remotely, yeah. our relationship yeah, with very much the so. technology. And that's not in this book, which dates it almost immediately for me. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. And but then, I have to say the book starts strongly. Yeah. And, in fact, the bit that I like in the book is almost the first yes, chapter. Yes, the problems. But so let's talk about that. So information proliferation, right? Mm. There's far more information than there ever was. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that the business model of the social media companies is about to get you to click away from this page onto the next This volume page. stuff is fascinating though, isn't it? Yeah. The the um so he talks about you know, being an an eighty five say an eighty five page newspaper. Yeah. The volume, thinking the volume of information and something like that. I mean, we sound a bit old talking about a newspaper, but you know what I mean. In 1986, we were being exposed to 40 per day, and that was TV stuff coming at it, you know, advertising media and all that kind of stuff. By 2007, it's 174 yep. per day. So this acceleration, and that's the internet yep. influence coming in, isn't it? It's this acceleration and wash of stuff coming at you. All the time. And, uh, and acceleration, yeah. I think, is the key, right? Yeah. Like it's a, you know, this is exponential. It's getting... It, yes. Uh, and, and to be fair, this is what Bergman talks about. You're never going to keep up. Yeah. No matter yeah. how productive you are, yeah. no matter how hard The drinking work, from the fire hose you have to, analogy, You have to make choices, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and which is, yeah. So, yes. Um, and things come and go a lot faster and all that. But the, the bit I liked at the start is his, his experiment. So he starts with his experiment of going... To Provincetown, yep. and even the story of how he gets there. So he, his idea is he's going to take three months with no technology, yes, and switch off, no internet, no email, no nothing. Even the thought of that is just baffling. <laughs> but <laughs> well, so it's, it's amazing to think about, isn't it? And then he talks about how he gets into it, how hard it is to do it. Yeah, but honestly, um, I mean, kind of one stuff. of the notes I made when I read it was uh, when I reread it for this podcast was it just reads like self help for the privileged few. Like who, who gets who to, could do that? Who gets to go to a mm. beach house? But it's a good thought experiment. I, what I liked about it yeah. is the act of doing it showed how hard it was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. But the, he sets the problem up as being a structural systemic problem, mm. right? There are businesses mm-hmm. that are harvesting your attention. Yeah. You know, the, this is a wild west. There's no regulation. And the solution is you've got to work harder. Yes. Yeah, it's all yes, on you. Yes, 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 See, yes. That for me is a huge disconnect, right? Yeah. Uh, and we'll come back and talk about how other people have done that better. But from an awareness piece, I thought if you were if you wanted to know yep. how hard this is to crack and yep. how much it's not you, the the stop, switching off thing is Stop it? me if you've heard this before. Mm? Terrible book, great article. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I have heard you say that before. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, the the him dealing with the detox and all that, I just found yeah. fascinating. However, yeah. then it kept going. Okay, so yes. yeah, so serious psychologist hat on now. It also plays fast and loose 
with the science. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, and, I agree. And, and I agree, particularly around the science of multitasking. Mm. Right. So that's and that's where we can start talking about Johan Hari, right? Right. Because this is an Lead easy, this, this is an easy book to read, but he's a very hard man to like. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that he plays fast and loose with the science shouldn't be any surprise. No, no, he's got a history of it, and yeah. and I think that's the style of the book, isn't it? It's yeah. a like I, I framed it as research, yeah. interview the researchers, tell stories, and then meander, keep meandering off into the <laughs> the very contentious so, world. Okay, so, and so. occasionally he'll go, the researchers or the the jury's still out on this yeah. one, but he's just spent pages writing about it. So he, let's talk yeah. about him. Suspended from the independent for plagiarism. Yes. Right. Um he had a, a literary prize taken off him because people thought that he had manufactured some stuff. He edited the Wikipedia page of his critics. Mm. So not only did he not only did he dissemble yes. a, a, and and manufacture, but the people that pointed it out, he then attacked personally. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, um Taking interview quotes as his own yes. was one of his yeah. um little yeah. things. You know, which you, yeah. when you read a book like this, you see if you've crossed that line, yeah. and that's your style of writing, you've you've and 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 history of trying to lie his way out of being when he gets caught of fabrication. Mm. And so mm. he's written two other books again, easy to read books. One about drugs, chasing one, the screen. Yeah, one about and about, lost connections. Yeah, one about mm. depression. Again, both of those play fast and loose with science. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when people point that out, he's 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 not very happy. Um, but important topics again. Yeah, if but you he's wanted a, to. But he was a journalist, right? Yes. You, you don't get to well. Once upon a time, as a journalist, you had to present both parts of the argument, be yeah, fair and balanced. Yeah. You don't get to make something up and then bluster your way through. No. Which no. is what he does. So, what you know, as we said at the beginning, this is a really important book, but there are much better books. And, yeah. and I was just thinking about if somebody said to me, what should I read about, about attention? Depending on who they are, mm. I would say, go back to the 80s and read Neil Postman, Amusing Ourselves to Death, ah. which is actually about TV. Yes. And, and what's interesting is that's interesting in terms of uh, this panic about technology has been around for a very long time. Mm. But Neil Postman's Amusing Ourselves to Death is brilliant. Yeah. But it's dated. If you want something much more up to date, Nicholas Carr's The Shallows. Ah, yes. I've I really that. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like Cal Newport's recent yes. book, A World Without Email. Yeah. Um, but my favorite one in this whole oeuvre is a guy, by a guy called James Williams. And there's a book called Stand Out of Our Light. Ooh. And that's like a manifesto and a claim to to reclaim our attention. Wow! And then one last one: Richard Seymour's "The Twittering Machine" is just brilliant. Right? Yeah. Astam, may I have my book, please? Yeah, there's a problem here. Yes. Um, but how much of a problem is it, and who created the problem mm. is a is a really interesting thing. So, for instance, we now know from really good psychological studies, people's minds wander all the time. Yeah. And actually, learning to focus is a skill. Yeah, so the word focus is a dangerous word, isn't it, in some some respects? Because we don't, we're not meant to be focused all the time. Yeah, and if you're thinking about mm. words, think about when we say pay attention. Mm. We pay attention, and paying attention has costs. Mm-hmm. I get to pay attention to this, mm-hmm. but the cost is I can't possibly yes. pay yes. attention to that. And one of the things I think that social media has done is it's made us think we can be across a lot of things 
and quite a shallow way. Yes, the illusion. So the serious psychology talks about uh, cognitive impatience. Mm -hmm. You know, what's actually happened is it's created an inability for us to sit and focus. Mm -hmm. Um, The great news is the research also shows if you take kids and take the cell phones off them for 48 hours in the the bush, after 48 hours, you know, things return to normal. Like it's... It's like caffeine, right? The, yeah. The, it's not an addiction. I don't, I don't mean that. It's not literally an addiction, but the addiction can can decline can really quickly. Yeah, yeah. No, this. Um, what did I say? I first of all, I wonder if his history of pushing at the edges makes us hard to buy into at times. Yeah. Yes. I, like <laughs> I think I answered yeah, my I own question yes. there. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I thought it was really interesting. It's, it's not a clear point in the book. It's not just about space and decompression. It's about what you fill it with. Yes. So this is kind of one part of the problem, isn't it? It's like, yes, we're distracted. But um, there's a well, it, there's it, another here. Yeah. It's that yeah. notion. So it's that notion of being. Like, mm. You know, how do, mm. we, how do we create space just to be? And mm-hmm. actually, in a world as intense as ours, what we know is if you create space for people to be alone with their thoughts, they find it incredibly anxious. Yes. My favorite psychological – have I told you about this? My favorite psychological study of all time is what done, one done by a guy called Timothy B. Wilson. Mm-hmm. And he recruited a bunch of people, <clears throat> random people, and he said, I'm going to give you 10 to 15 minutes on your own in a room. Mm. I'm going to give you some thinking time. Mm-hmm. So come prepared <laughs> – to be alone with your thoughts. So they knew what was happening. And he brought them into a room. And as they were going into the room, um, there was a machine on a table. And they said, what's that? He goes, oh, that's a machine from an experiment I did last week. It gives out electric shocks. Yes, you that's wanna, right. Do, yes, you, do you want to try it, right? And so they tried it. And they went, that's not, right? that's not very nice. And he said, would you pay not to get electric, electric shock? And they said, we would. Mm. Then he left them alone and like, two-thirds of the men or three-quarters of the men yeah. shock themselves because yeah. they didn't want to be alone with their thoughts. That's this amazing. is why meditation, you know, think about the times yeah. you tried to meditate. Oh, I don't yeah. know if meditation is part of your day. Yeah, it is. Right. it is. Yeah. Well, you think about how easy it is um, for your thoughts to get distracted. Now, you've learned the technique of the, just a stream and you're observing them. Mm. But originally, if you take a bunch of kids and you say, this is a great exercise, a mindfulness exercise, where you say to people, I just want you to count to 50. Mm. Just, just, mm. just count to 50. And don't let any other thoughts intrude while you're counting to 50. And people get to about 10 or 12, and, and suddenly they're, they're thinking about, you know, do, yeah. I, do I bring the washing in? Well, the best thing I learned through meditation is that's normal. Yes. Don't, don't, don't. like, in some days it's worse. Yeah. And and I think that's the that's the key to this stuff as yeah. well, isn't it? It's like, don't, yeah. don't carry this guilt that you're not this, you know, someone that can yeah. focus like a and water the thing about, And the thing about flow yeah. states, because mm. Harry talks about flow states, flow states emerge when we're at the end of our ability. Mm. Like, mm. It's, it's hard. So it's not it's, meant to be easy. It's, and it's hard to fake it. Yes. Like, you know, when you're doing something and you're at the edge of your ability. Well, it's hard to construct that as yes. well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, we talked about this with, yes. with, with, yeah. with high-performing sports people, yeah. right? You know, like yeah. one of the things that always uh, blows my mind, you know, again, we work closely with the Crusaders. Um, you know, they're, they're an amazing organization with great values, and they have the science worked out, you know, from game day, subtract seven days, mm. all the steps mm. towards game day. And yet sometimes they turn up on game day and they don't play very well. Yeah. Like how, you know, like, yeah, and other yeah. days they, 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 play, get, they yeah. play like the rugby's being played in heaven. But mm. you know what I mean? Like mm. some days everything you do sticks, mm. and other days mm. it's like you're running through treacle, even when the prep's the same. That's right. And this is where... You know, this is another factor, isn't it? The the, the distraction, the technology, the, it's another thing to, to play in mind. There's a couple, Um, I'll, I'll come back to the point I was just going to make, but 
there's another I've read another great book um, called from Amisha Jar called Peak Mind and she right. talks about focus as in and, and he does refer to this a bit in stolen focus but there's layers of focus you got the spotlight yes like your yep. focus like Carl look at that orange sweatshirt over there and concentrate <laughs> on it you know that, that you've only got one you can't you don't have multiple spotlights yep. that's that then you take a step back then you've got what she calls the floodlight the alert thing so if if there was a fire and you were looking at the orange sweatshirt over there. There's something in your mind that's scanning the periphery and it's going, okay, you know, I'm, I can function. And that's why, you know, like the driving while texting thing, you know, yes, you can text, but you can still have a peripheral. It's not saying you're going to die in a fiery car crash. You'll still see things, but then you've got executive control, which is the stuff that you're not even thinking about, which is your brain is helping you breathe. It's doing all that kind of stuff. So it's, and, and I, I think he in this book he starts to talk about the fact that when you start messing with all three yeah. at once, then we've got some problems. But I like the layering I, I, of that. I like that. I like that, actually. Mm. The, and do you know yeah. what her hot tip? His hot tips were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. but her hot tip was what they found scientifically, meditate 12 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Just, just so you can see this stuff, yep. like be aware that you've got all these layers, yep. and and that it's not like. But yeah. so that I mean, the the tip I've always loved about mindfulness and meditation is you know it's just basically about moving your f- focus away from your thoughts mm. onto the sensations of your body. Mm. Like you just think mm. about that, like you know, what does the carpet feel like under my feet? Mm. Mm. You know, like mm. for one moment, get out of your How's head. How's my breath? Yeah, yeah. And, and we've talked about this. I mean, mm. one of the reasons that we. You know, we're so into sport and activity is we actually live our lives in our heads, mm. you know. Mm. And that's why, you know, playing tennis, running, doing all of those things. Yeah. But, there's we, a, but there's a mental Yeah. Well, one of the well, things I love it? about yeah. anything, skiing, you know, playing sport hard, is when you're doing it, you don't get a chance to think about anything. No. Yeah. No, you've got to focus. You're beyond yeah. thought. Yeah. yeah. You've got to yeah. focus. Yeah. Uh, but, but so, look, I mean, lots of people have said um, – that decisions about our use of technology are really decisions about how we live. Mm. And I like that idea, right? Yeah. Because you've got to remember. There is a choice. Yeah. And, and the designers of social media, some of the greatest minds on the planet. Yeah. And they have an awful lot of money and they're conspiring to keep your attention. That's exactly right. So if you open attention Instagram. equals dollars. Yeah. And if you open Instagram and start scrolling, don't be surprised if you're still doing it 60 mm. minutes later and you've mm. achieved nothing. Mm. Because right? you've just been taken for a ride by yeah. a whole bunch of and very now smart full, engineers. And now you're full of self-loathing, right? Yes. How you spend your minutes is how you spend your life. James Clear, we talked about him in season yes. one. Yes. He, he has a quote that I love that says, the more control you have over your attention, the more control you have over your future. Mm, that's true. I like that. I don't like the instrumentalism of it, mm. but I like the idea of the more control you have over your attention, the more control you have over the quality of your yeah. life. And you're talking about fubbing, which is, yes. <laughs> I love fubbing. I mean, this phone snubbing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we always, we always yeah. see it. Yeah. It's it's quite gold, but um, yeah, I, I read another great book. Uh, was it last year, a couple of years ago? How to break up with your phone? Yes, yeah, and that was a fascinating book yep. as well. But but a lot of the stuff is it's getting back to what you were just referring to the 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 um, it's it's this pre commitment thing, and and what I liked about um, this is Catherine Price book. Yes, it's a similar thing. What we were just saying, it's like yes, all this stuff's going on, but notice what's happening. Notice how you get to that yeah. point because it's not you sitting on Instagram scrolling for 10 minutes. Yeah. It's like, it's what led to that point So is a really important thing to start. To, it's this awareness. Well, thing, that's the it? being thing. Yeah. Right? So now we're getting in some quite deep yeah. psychological and oh, philosophical questions, right? <laughs> Which is why? Why are you doing this? Yeah. Like, 
Um, yeah, what, what, like, what's what's triggered this? Yeah. Are you you bored? Yeah. Like are, you it's, scared, it's a, are you scared of being alone with your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, and again, these are at subconscious levels. These aren't conscious thoughts. Mm. I mean, I'm sure picking up the phone, scrolling Instagram is automated. Yes. But actually, you know, what's it? You know, what need is it fulfilling? Yeah. What's the deep-seated need that the shallow means is yeah. fulfilling? The why are you here question, isn't oh, it? Like, what uh, are you doing? What, like, yeah. how many people, yeah. and I, I'm guilty of this at times, yeah. you pick up your phone and you're like, hang on, so I, what, I didn't so no, we, what was I actually so, picking up my so phone we, for? we actually <laughs> teach about distraction and focus for mm. corporate clients. Mm. And one of the things we we hammer into the, those guys is you have to let boredom back into your day. Yes. Right, even if it's... While you're queuing for something, I don't mm. want people queue for anymore. Check out queue at the grocery yeah. store, maybe. Um, while you're queuing, let boredom into your life because yeah. boredom is your imagination calling to you. That's exactly and right, and you, you need f- that time. Yeah, and if you fill every empty space, which is what we've managed to mm. do with something—a mm. feed, a, a, a look at the news, a podcast, a podcast, <laughs> a podcast like this one—you yeah. um, know, you're actually emptying your life of those abilities for the world to speak to you. Yeah, and, if and you, for you to make sense of it as and well. And if you think about yeah. when do the best moment, best ideas occur to you, mm. you know, they're going to be when you're bored. Yes, I think that's yeah, he, yeah, yeah, and that was a co- as as a topic of the book, wasn't it? Mind wandering time. Yeah, and and I ha, have you changed anything? Well, I, we, 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 we've been doing this forever, right? We haven't been doing this yeah. for years, and so yeah, I mean, I I absolutely have. I leave my phone behind. Mm-hmm. Like I actually literally leave my phone behind when I go out. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I have times. So the other thing is, if you think about uh, the way that work life works, mm. often we clear our emails as soon as we get to the office. Mm. That's really productive, quiet time. Mm-hmm. You should schedule email checking when you get when a coffee at 10.30 or more. Yeah, but, but in the afternoon. Think, yeah. So thinking about the overlap of when are you your yeah, most creative. Yeah, and this creative. is some of Newport stuff, isn't yeah. it, as well? When are you your most yeah. creative, deep do, work. do the deep work, right? Yeah. I like that stuff, so I yeah. do that. Um, and, you know, like, I mean, the great thing about doing this podcast and, and books is books. Reading. Yeah. I, make, I have to yeah. make time to read, which means that has to be completely free of technology. Yeah, you can't read and can't read. Scroll and scroll. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can, well, actually. You can. It's, called, it's called meshing and something else. The Ofcom oh, in the on, UK, no. the Ofcom did a study about it, oh. about how many screens people have open at once. Oh, yes. So watching TV and they're looking at their phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. So yeah. that, yeah. And how much of it are you actually paying attention doing? to? Yeah. yeah. Books, books. I need my books. But that's the thing, though, right? Like, so think about... When when do you have focus? When do you not have focus? Mm. I was reminded of this because um, I was told a story about some kid, um, somebody new in America who was put on, you know, um, some kind of drug about attention. Yeah. Because they were saying that he was his attention always wandered and he couldn't focus at school. Mm. So they medicated him, right? Typical Americans. Mm. Mm. And yet the kid could play eight hours of Fortnite. <laughs> you know, it's like he's. It's not that he can't focus; it's that he's bored, senseless. Yes, <laughs> you know, like clearly this kid can focus. You, you yeah, know, like he's he can exactly eight hours of fortnight. It's not. It's the, the problem's not in his brain. The no. problem's in the classroom. <laughs> and thinking about that, right? Like if you're bored, yeah. if you find yourself reaching for your phone all the time at work, mm. it's probably because you need a different job. Yeah, right? yeah, or find something else, to or a different do. relationship. <laughs> but also take those times, like go for a walk yeah. with nothing. Yeah, that, you know. For one day in your life, yes. don't listen to the two three two podcast while you're going yeah. for a walk. Just go for a walk. <laughs> but you know that you mm. know that that old saying about you know on their deathbed nobody ever wishes they'd spent more time at the office. Mm. You know w- when when your life is in the 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 autumn of your life or the winter of your mm. life, you're not going to wish you'd spent more time scrolling on Instagram. No, like you won't even remember it. You won't even remember it. Yeah. <laughs> and the, to the extent that that crowds out. So this is a good point, right? I know. Um, 
So you know, we've got all those those those. We know what creates well being. Yeah, you know, it's about connection. It's yes, about and exercise. I wonder whether that's yeah. and, what's and, behind. Well, so what the research yeah. says about phones is all over the map, mm. and the reason it's all over the map is to the extent that your phone doesn't displace things that contribute to your well-being, mm. they're actually not, not bad. Mm. Like mm. an hour on your mm. phone as opposed to an hour mm. watching TV. Oh, it's a tool. Yeah, no big it? deal, right? Yep. But the extent to which it crowds out something else. So if you spend three or yes. four hours on Instagram and this you're not spending that time thing. with the kids or exercising mm. or you know finding purpose or doing that, then it will undermine your well-being. Mm. And I, I, here's a good one that I just came up with. Last year, you know, like what was the most memorable Instagram story that you saw? You I, I challenge anyone to name exactly. something. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just, yeah. It's just not there, is it? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Well, your 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 memory will be something else, like the most memorable yeah. thing. But so. this is like this is great. We don't have time for this no. now. But now we're no. getting into a debate about what does it mean to be human, mm. right? And what does it mean to live a meaningful life, which kind of sits underneath yeah. this podcast. But so yeah, the notion of stolen focus is really interesting. I think Hari uh, identifies something important and useful. He's not the only person to do it. Uh, I don't think his solutions work and i think he's a thoroughly reprehensible person yes and the book loses focus <laughs> isn't that hilarious yes yeah did you lose focus while you were reading it i uh, the fact the book lost focus made me just go do yeah. you know what and then it ended on yeah. the climate change rant oh wow so this is a this is a yeah it just went this it just is went a, so off piste i yeah. went uh yeah this one is a strong avoid for me mm, read the first chapter yeah but <laughs> i don't know all right <laughs> yeah yes anyway Stolen focus. <laughs> All done. Two thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> right, see you sure. All right, cheers. Thank you for listening to the 232 podcast. We'll be back soon with another book, unpacked, distilled and unhinged. But until then, stop, stop read, read and, and repeat. repeat. <laughs>